Hi everyone, this is Mimi with our next episode of our podcast, You Speak. Our guest today is Stacy Caprio. Stacy is a business and life coach as well as a marketing guru. She is the founder of Her.CEO. Stacy loves helping people design their ideal lives and careers. She was once into the same nine to five job but then stood up to pursue her dreams with the in-depth experience of organic and paid marketing. She has created her ideal life by helping individuals and companies grow their business. So let's start our conversation with Stacy Caprio. Welcome Stacy to our podcast. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. You are most welcome. So, uh, so I'll be asking you a few things. So are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, all right, let's get into this. So I wanted to ask you first, would you please tell our listeners something about yourself? Yes. So as Minnie was saying, my background is in paid marketing, running Google and Facebook ads for businesses, uh-huh. which I used to do when I worked for agencies. And then I ended up working for a financial services company running their ads specifically. Mm -hmm. And I always had like really good jobs and great coworkers, but I just never felt um, like I was supposed to be working for a company where you have to go in and just sit at your desk for so many hours each day Mm -hmm. without even the chance to really get up like, the only time you can really walk is when you go and get coffee or go to the bathroom or something. Otherwise people um, just, it doesn't work well for just the way that I like to live my life, which is having a little more flexibility, being able to go on a run in the middle of the day and it just kind of resets your brain. So you're actually more productive and um, being able to just kind of design your life around that. So I just knew for a few years that I wasn't supposed to be working for a company forever. (laughs) So finally I did kind of take the leap and I left my financial services position and I actually was living in Boston then. So I moved to uh, Chicago and my 93 year old grandma actually let me live with her for a year because I wasn't, yeah, I was only making a thousand what? So nice of her. You're fortunate to have a grandma like that. <laughs> she's so, she's the most generous person. Yeah, she's so sweet. Oh, and she was so kind to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she's one of my favorite people. But she let me live with her for a year um, while I was growing my business. And then I kind of just went in a few different directions. I actually started off designing t-shirts and selling them on Amazon as one of my main things and I also um, owned a few websites and that's kind of when I started buying websites like that were already profitable to um, run those and then grow other sites so like I've kind of done quite a few just different types of things and I also was doing some like marketing consulting so I think there are just so many different ways you can make money online or work for yourself and you just kind of have to figure out what works and take each path like as it comes to you. So that's kind of how I got to where I am today. And I mean, it still is evolving. And I actually just relaunched um, my t-shirt shop online, mostly on Etsy. I work with my mom actually to design 
those, but um, I'm still doing the websites and the other and some even a little bit of marketing consulting. So like it, but you just have to kind of find the path that works for you. So the t-shirt people can design themselves and then you just print them or it's like you, whatever is there, you print them and then you sell them. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. So I'm actually the one designing the shirts okay. and selling them, but people order them and it's from a print on demand platform. So I don't have to store inventory or anything. It's just like when someone orders it, it's printed and then shipped okay. off to them. I got it. Okay. Yeah. So um, that's so good to know. So um, when, when do you think that this entrepreneur bug bit you? How long was that? <laughs> I've actually that's an interesting question because I've actually had the entrepreneur bug for quite a long time I even when I was little I would like we would have lemonade stands and sell lemonade or um, like just doing that sort of thing and then even in college I started a swimming lesson business in my backyard uh, that I ran for three years mm -hmm. and grew it to like over 30 returning clients. So that was like my first experience, like running an actual successful service-based business. Uh -huh. And so I think I kind of always knew that I liked running a business and providing something in exchange for the opportunity to make money. Uh -huh. But yeah, and then after the swimming lesson business is when I started freelancing a little bit more, even in college. And then and then I suppose I just got a regular job, nine to five job, because I assumed that's what everyone was supposed to do. But I think even then, from my first job after the initial excitement phase wore off, I knew I wanted to own a business. I just didn't know how to mm -hmm. um, take that leap. Right, right. Okay. All right. And then uh, how did you come up with the idea of her dot CEO? Is that how you say it? How do you say it? Exactly, her.co. Okay. I love that domain name. I was actually... It's actually very, very nice. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, people love that domain. Yeah. I was, I bought it, I think maybe two years ago, one or two, two years ago, I think. Mm -hmm. And I was, I think a lot of people in the online space kind of have an obsession with like buying domain names. Like you'll ask a lot of people and they'll have like a list. Oh yeah, like I have like 20 or 50 domain names. And I think... I was in a stage where I only had like two or three domain names. Well, no, actually at that point I probably had a little bit more, but like they were all websites. I don't just like hoard domain names. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to set up a few sites on my own because mm -hmm. the past few sites were ones that I had purchased. So I was like, well, I know more about this now. I want to set up a few sites on my own and start monetizing them and growing them. Mm -hmm. So I just logged in. I use Namecheap to buy my domain names because they have a really um, easy user interface. Yeah. And I was just like searching. Whenever I'm buying a new domain name, I go to Namecheap and then I search. Um, I go in, I search for like a, an hour or so, just kind of like seeing what's available. And then I'll like let it kind of sit for a while, maybe come back later that night and the next day. And it usually takes me a few days to figure out what the domain name is going to be. Mm -hmm. And my first domain name, my first few domain names were so long that they just didn't sound good. And I didn't realize it at the time. But after that experience, I realized like, okay, if you can get like a short domain name 
that's preferable and dot coms are preferable, but except in specific cases like her.co where it just kind of flows. So you kind of have to take it on a case by case basis. So I was just kind of playing around and I didn't even know this dot co domain extension existed. And I typed in her.co. I think it was like the second day I was looking and it was available. And you just kind of know when you see the domain name, you have a gut feeling. Yeah, and yeah. I was just like, that's it. Like I want that domain name. And I ended up that's buying it for me. <laughs> yeah. I ended up buying like three other domain names too. I think at the time that I actually still like those, but her CEO was my favorite. So I think you kind of have, have a gut feeling when you're playing around. You're like, okay, that's the one I want. And then, you know, good, good for you. Okay. So now this takes me to my next question, which is your company offers so many different services. How do you manage on the fronts? That's it's such a tricky thing when you offer so many different things and have so many different facets in a business. Right. And I think what I try to do is decide like where I want my business to be in a year. And then I kind of choose my priorities day by day and kind of month by month. So mm -hmm. it's really important to make sure each day when you wake up, you're working on things that actively move your business forward and that are the hardest and the highest priority because it's so easy. And I'm so guilty of this so many days too, to just log in in the morning, just answer every single email. Yeah. In, yeah. Yeah. Just like refresh I'm it. Like, them. Yeah. yeah. And kind of just go in and like read blog articles, like refresh your analytics, look at the real time analytics and just kind of like, uh -huh reply to like respond as people ask of you but yeah. you have to like set aside time each day and I found this to be when I'm most productive and actually growing my business to mm -hmm. use that time um for the highest priority business tasks and kind of really focus on those but it's definitely harder to do than to say so is it just you or you have help like you have more people working for you right now it's just me. I outsource and um, hire freelancers for a few things. Okay. But yeah, it's just me, and I don't, I don't really want to ever hire people just because I feel like it would be such a responsibility. <laughs> yeah, that 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 that's true. Yeah, it is a big responsibility. This this way you are free, and then you know you can just uh, rely on all the freelancer or whenever you need anybody. So. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, and since you are into marketing and handling businesses, how much this adverse situation of COVID has affected business? It adversely affected my business a lot, actually. So I'm, I don't have that many consulting clients, so it didn't really affect that part of the business. Okay. But I run ads on a lot of sites where a lot of income comes from. And so I don't know if you're familiar with what RPM is. Okay. Um, um, revenue per page view. Okay. So, mm -hmm. um, I don't know if your blog runs ads on it. I don't, I didn't see that, but basically in the past few months, most businesses cut all of their marketing or ad spending, right. which um, drove the RPMs way down and across the board talking with everyone I know who runs ads or publishing Mm -hmm. They saw a huge decline in revenue and I saw that with my RPMs and I also had a few sites that were super like activity focused. So they also just received 
way fewer visitors. So I think, and then the, actually my e-commerce stuff, like the t-shirts, they went through the roof. So like people were at home, they were ordering t-shirts and like other things. So mm -hmm. it's just interesting how different businesses were affected in different ways, but my overall income definitely went way down. Um, yeah, during that, but it's starting to pick up. RPMs are picking up. So that's good to see. We're kind of coming out of COVID hopefully right now. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, switching from full-time working from someone else to work, you know, for someone else to working from home to build your business, what was your biggest challenge? I think finding what business would actually produce reliable recurring revenue, um, my biggest cha challenge, because I started and I didn't really know what would actually work for me. So I think just testing different things and seeing what um, would work was the hardest part. Okay. So now I have a fun question to ask. What are some of your favorite pastimes? <laughs> oh, well, definitely swimming. I would say my three favorite are probably swimming, running, and reading. I've done those all since I'm really little. Yeah, and that's why I started like the swimming lesson business because even when I was three years old, um, that's when I learned how to swim. And I would just kind of always be swimming and always in the pool. Same <laughs> with my sister. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I did that for like 17 years and I even did. So I did competitive swimming, synchronized swimming and water polo and like every type of water sport i suppose wow you're a real pro <laughs> i'm yeah. like me you know i can swim <laughs> believe well, it or not long time back i took my first swimming lesson in chicago in in naperville area where i was living so that's like long time back <laughs> wow. but, but it's still nobody could taught me so i still don't know how to swim so <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> the lesson wasn't successful Maybe when, I, when i come to chicago i'll see you <laughs> my apartment has a pool so i can teach you in there <laughs> that would be so much fun okay so last but not the least uh, what advice would you give someone who is interested in starting their own business including trans yeah, that was an interesting question. So just I'll give a general piece of advice first. So my advice to anyone starting a business is to start out not worrying about profitability. And I'm not saying that you spend a lot of money and go into debt, but just kind of start to get traction, customers, reviews a reputation that type of thing mm -hmm. and if you're breaking even don't worry about it um that i think that's the best way to kind of get the traction and get the momentum that you can use to then a few months down the line really focus on making it profitable mm -hmm. but getting a business started is the hardest part so if you can do that while breaking even i'd say you're in a good spot and i think that's what I struggle the most with too, because I'm from day one, I'm always like, okay, I want this to be profitable. I want to be getting customers, but that's the, that's kind of the catch 22. Like you can't always. Yeah. It, that hurt. doesn't happen yeah. in the beginning, I believe, right? It takes a while to really sustain and start being profitable. Yeah. Yeah. So and, yeah. 
My, other, my question for you was, I'm actually not super familiar with what exactly a transcriptionist provides or offers in a business. Um, oh. what, yeah, what is that? Okay, so anyone who converts the audio and video files into text, like you, you need somebody, you know, uh, need to type it. So they are called transcriptionists. So any audio and video file, like any video or audio you're listening to, but you want that in a text form, so somebody has to type it, right? So that's mm -hmm. what they do. So uh, there are many kinds of transcriptionists. There are legal, medical, corporate, academic, you know, um, so whoever wants to do whatever it's it's there whatever their domain is so um it's a good uh, work at home thing for people for girls uh, women out there so um and you can make a decent amount of money it's not that too much money but yes it depends um what kind of uh hours you are putting in and uh, how good you are at typing, what is your good uh, lis listening skill, and what else, like your grammar. So there are few things, and actually that's what we offer. We, at Transcription Certification Institute, we offer such program for people who wants to pursue transcription um, career, but they don't know where to start. So that's where our program comes uh, you know, handy. So you just take our course and you become familiar with this whole uh, business, like how to do transcription. So from all the basic thing to, you know, formatting, there are many things involved with transcription. So we teach you everything. So after anybody, uh, you know, takes our course and finishes it, they'll be a certified transcriptionist. So then they can find job, they can be a freelancer, they can work for someone. There are so many companies out there looking for good transcriptionists. So there's always a demand actually. So that's what transcriptionists do actually. <laughs> wow, that's, that's awesome. I actually um, am starting a podcast soon and I feel like I want my podcast episodes to be transcribed. So maybe I'll be hitting up some of your students sure. or something yeah. we know we know many trans because we work with many transcription companies so i can definitely forward your uh uh you know if you need any business anything we can just forward your request to few transcription companies and you can see their rate and whatever suits you suits your need you can just go with them awesome sounds good i will do that so that was so much fun and uh, yeah. thanks again Stacy for taking some time out today to do our podcast it was fun learning about your business and in that process I hope our listeners got some smart advice and good career tips we wish you all the success to you and your business thank you again all right thank you so much Minnie and I'll talk soon yeah we'll talk soon thank <laughs> you so much <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. I look forward to our next installment of You Speak. Take care and share this with anyone who may find it interesting. See you next time. Bye.